Tonight, I'd like to invite you into just a space of reflection and beauty, thoughtful, quiet moments before we move through the liturgy. I'd like to invite you into this icon. It is known as the Christ Pentocrator. It is housed in St. Catherine's Monastery at Sinai, and it's thought to be one of the oldest Byzantine icons dating from the 6th century AD. It still survives today, and it is one of the most well-known icons in the Eastern Orthodox Church. Emily Dickinson penned a poem that I'd like to offer to you as a type of breath prayer for tonight. It's printed in your liturgy as well as on the back of the icon card that you have in your liturgy. And so as I recite it, begin to enter into it and maybe attaching as you hear the cadence of this very simple poem, your breath. Jesus, thy crucifix, enable thee to guess the smaller size. Jesus, thy second face, mind thee in paradise of ours. Jesus, thy crucifix, enable thee to guess the smaller size. Jesus, thy second face, mind thee in paradise of ours. Jesus, thy crucifix, enable thee to guess the smaller size. Jesus, thy second face, Mind thee in paradise. Of ours. Jesus. Thy crucifix. Thy second face.
this icon, two faces in one, Jesus Christ. Painted with earthen materials of wax on wood, true God, true man. On first quick glance, the two sides are barely distinguishable as different. But on quiet, slower gaze, the distinctions between become clear. And the wonder widens the soul. On the left side, the right side of the viewer, Jesus, thy crucifix. Humanity in its earthy, rugged shape, agony drooping the skin, beard, mouth weighted by gravity, eye full, enlarged. Is it seeing the ruin of sin? Eyebrow curled, questioning, doubt, reluctance, confusion? Or is it simply empathy with all who suffer such sides of this humanity? Ear smaller and obscured, what must he have heard? This one who discerns the thoughts of men and hears the cries of women. Shadowed side by moonlight, lower lights, earthly light? Or are these the shadows cast simply of the darker night of the soul's trouble? Warm, earthy hues soften the agony with tenderness, authenticity, and vulnerability. Jesus, thy crucifix, enable thee to guess the smaller size. The poet prayerful, realizing the import of Jesus' cross, the significance of the one great impossible to bear and bearable only by him. By him who has a holy and human shape formed by obedience and the things he suffered. No, the poet doesn't ask about his big cross, but rather asks for discernment to recognize the one she's to bear. All those daily smaller sized crosses bearing invitations to pick up and carry. And we, like her, without understanding, might also guess that this impossible, this thing right in front of me, 
this person here and now with me is precisely and particularly the holy instrument of my dying, of my shaping, of my holy form. Take a moment to see Jesus in all of his humanity. What is it tonight in the one side of his face that you identify most with? And what grace would you pray for now and here? Jesus, thy crucifix, enable thee to guess the smaller size. Jesus, thy second face, mind thee in paradise of ours. This icon, the right side, a wholly different kind of face, resurrected serenity, no shadows here. Is this full-faced sunlight, the colors of clarity, the well-done work that is completed now? Are we beholding something of the ruined, recovered, renewed? Is this what it might look like to be lost and then found? The threats of sin and death and Satan diffused. Now a face marked with beauty and indifference, authority and grace, hand lifted to bless with peace and grace. The word held with assurance, assigned to us of its sturdy truth. The beauty of promises, prayers, now fulfilled. And the poet's second prayer, Jesus, to this face, thy second face, mind thee in paradise of ours. Do you hear in that prayer an echo of a more ancient prayer? A plea from a lesser cross, the cry of a condemned man, mind thee, remember me in paradise when you come into your kingdom. The thief with two faces, his face turned away first mocked in ridicule 
And then second, to turn toward Jesus, surrendered in naked disgrace. Mind thee in paradise. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. For the one who took a closer look, a second glance, no other prayer is necessary. No other religious word needed to be said to secure this man's destiny. Just a simple, well-felt, wholehearted breath prayer face-to-face -face with Jesus. And the answer came quickly. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Today. Jesus, thy second face, encircled in golden grace and haloed in divinity. What do you see as you see Jesus? What would you ask yourself and him? What two faces do I adorn? And what breath would I give to my prayer? The tension of two worlds, earth and heaven, held in one holy and human life, the shape of which contains hope and despair, sorrow and joy, peace in tribulation, and forgiveness to those who sin. All these fragments of our humanity united in Jesus Christ. And we, like him, encircled in golden grace, haloed in divinity. And now as I pray through the poem one last time, would you consider to hold it as your own well-felt wholehearted breath prayer. Jesus, thy crucifix, enable thee to guess the smaller size. 
Jesus, thy second face, mind thee in paradise of ours.